Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, I am joined by a very special guest, Andrew Chelney, host of Chell Squared, a genius when it comes to all things Rangers because the St. Louis Blues are taking on the New York Rangers tomorrow night, 7.30 Eastern. Should be a fun game, lots to talk about. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman and I am joined by the man who texted Brett Hall his Warzone game, Andrew Chelney. Andrew, thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. And I did do that. Yeah, he never responded, which I feel like is a good thing. But uh, yeah, I yeah, did. we talked about it. We talked about that last time Andrew was on the show. So make sure you check out that episode. I accidentally texted Brett Hull. My, my, <laughs> my, yeah, I had like 18 my kills in a Warzone game ever. once. And I Brett Hull deserves to know. Him. Brett Hull deserves to know. If you I drop an he, 18 piece. <laughs> I guess he does. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't say anything. So, I mean, I guess he was just speechless by how great of a game I had or something. All right, lots to talk about today. Two of the hottest teams in the NHL clash tomorrow night, 7.30 Eastern. Rangers Blues, lots to talk about. But first, I want to thank anyone and everyone out there who has made Locked on Blues your first listen because we are free and available on all podcast platforms. So thanks for making us part of your daily routine. All right, Andrew. So Blues and Rangers, two teams that don't meet a lot. Um, You know, I'm sure Blues fans, myself included, haven't caught a lot of Rangers games. So I guess... Right off the bat, what has uh, made the Rangers tick this season? If there's one thing that has caused them to have such a strong record, you know, this late into the season, what would that be? I mean, it's literally one person. It's Igor Shosturkin. I mean, this guy, every time I watch him, he, I just, I am speechless just watching this man play. He's unbelievable. I think he's the best goalie in the world right now. And if he's not, he's the, he should be the Vesna leader. He should be the heart leader because without him, the Rangers are nowhere because they can't score five on five. They're lethal on the power play, but they're lacking scoring. They're, they're, they, they just are not a, a very uh, dangerous team as of right now. I mean, we'll see what happens at the deadline. They will be buyers, I would imagine. Um, but right now, it's it's Igor, and it's it, that's, that's number one, number two, number three. I mean, then you got Panarin. You got Chris Kreider scoring 34 goals, a lot of them on the power play which again, Rangers are top five on the power play. Like they, if you, if you take penalties against this team, they will hurt you and they will hurt you bad. But at five on five, they don't have to puck a lot. So if you can control pace, which Vancouver did last game and they dumpstered the Rangers five on five. I mean, this was the Vancouver connect show. Georgia wasn't great either. So if you can control the puck in the offensive zone against Shesterkin is the best goal in the world right now. I think so. So it's going to be really tough to score. But if you, but I think if you have possession of the puck, and you don't take a lot of penalties. You're, you're probably gonna have a good time. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like it's it's really like a matchup of of kind of two different success stories. You know, the Blues have just been propelled by four lines of offense that can score at any given time. You know, their last in their last seven games, six, they've won six of them, and in four of those six games, they've scored at least five goals, and then the other two they pitched a shutout or allowed one goal. So it really is going to be interesting to see, you know, such a high-powered Blues offense and with a pretty poor Blues defense, you know, we've been talking about it all season, match up against like a Rangers team who is, you know, built from the back end out, going to have a really tough time scoring if you're the St. Louis Blues. But the flip side of that is the Rangers maybe not the most dangerous five-on-five team. So I really think it's going to be kind of a true neutral and 
special teams could be the difference maker um, for for this game. Now, the flip side of that I wanted to ask is, if there's one thing that's made the Rangers tick, being their goaltending, what's the one thing that's held them back this year? The biggest Achilles heel where maybe in a seven-game playoff series, you're going to look back and be like, yep, that's the reason they didn't make it as far. That's the reason they didn't go as far as they could have this year. Oh, yeah, they're depth scoring easily because with Sammy Blay, St. Louis Blues, Lodges Sammy Blay, out for for a while. He's still, I think he tore his ACL very early on in the season, so he's he's out for a very long time. I think he'll be hopefully be back by the playoffs, maybe. I... But you know, with, with that kind of thing, you just never you just never know. Cabo Caco hurt his uh, arm. I think he's out for at least another three or four weeks at, at minimum. So that puts a blow to your offense, right? So you're playing Dryden Hunt top six minutes. You're playing Greg McKegg third line minutes. I mean, that's just not the kind of names that you want to hear. And you're in your lineup to to try to produce some kind of offense. I mean, Greg McKegg is a black hole offensively and also defensively, and uh, he gets third line minutes for. He's got a really fun name, though. That's right. Gregory McKegory is a is a fun name. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like that one. But uh, but he he doesn't do much out there on the ice. So when he's playing on your third line, and you have Dryden Hunt, who was pretty okay early on in the season, the Rangers were kind of hoping that he would provide some some depth scoring. But now that he's in the top six with injuries, I mean, he's just kind of out of his element. It looks like, and he's not providing much either. So when you have those holes and you're trying to, to plug and play, it it's right now it's not working and and depth scoring is is a real concern for them right now. Is it like a is it like a, a Boston Bruins of years past situation where you got that you got those guys that you go to the Criders and the Panarins and when they're on the ice you know you're you're oh yeah we're gonna score and then after that it's just nothing or has it is it even those guys is it still a struggle at five on five? It kind of depends. Yeah, I mean at five on five there's still struggles even when Panarins have been a jetter on the ice. Of course, they're more dangerous on the ice than when Dryden Hunt and Greg McKegg are on, but they they do a lot of damage on the power play and at five on five. They kind of sometimes do a little too much with the puck. They try to they try to pass it to each other way too much. And Panarin, for some reason this season, has been way too passive. He hasn't shot the puck nearly as much as he used to. I mean, he's still over a point a game. I mean, my guy dominates whenever he's on the ice. But he doesn't take the shot as nearly as perhaps like he should. Or maybe he should be a little bit more selfish because he's always trying to pass it out trying to make the pretty play, the highlight play. And it's, it hasn't seemed to be working this season. And that's another issue. I mean, that, that's at the low, that's, that's at the bottom of the list in terms of Rangers concerns, but it's still something to take a note of Panarin for, the, for whatever reason, this season will look to pass. He's, he won't really shoot the puck, even though he has a, a, a rocket of a shot. So uh, that's definitely a problem, but yeah, I mean, if Panarin's a Benajad and Kreider don't have it going on, the rest of the team definitely won't either. So that's that's been a, a big red flag for them as well. Well, I'll tell you what. It sounds like the uh, the Rangers could maybe use a guy by the name of Pavel Buchnevich. One of the one of the most exciting stories yeah. of the St. Louis Blues this season. And wh- who better to talk about Buch with than Andrew Chanley himself, someone who's probably pretty pretty stung about that trade still. So we're gonna get into that and then sort of transition into more of the individual matchups um, in tomorrow night's game. But first, wanted to tell you guys about. 
our good friends over at Bet Online. If you or anyone thinks that Pablo Buchnevich is going to have a revenge game and put up some monster stats, you got to put your money where your mouth is and check out Bet Online. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts, and we'll be right back. All right, Andrew. So before we get into the uh, the painful end of it, and that is what you miss in Pavel Buchnevich, let's take let's take a few seconds to talk about Sammy Blay. I know he hasn't played in a while, um, but he he was a decent player with us, and I'm sure there are Blues fans out there that are like, oh, I wonder what was Sammy Blay's been up to. So in the limited experience you had with Sammy Blay, what did you see out of him? Did he fit what the Rangers wanted? And does it soften the, the the blow of losing someone like Pavel Buchnevich based on what you've seen from him so far? Well, the answer is no, because Pavel Buchnevich is a terrific top six player. Timmy Blay is not that. I mean, Timmy Blay did not score a goal. I think he played 14 games before before uh, the injury. He didn't score a goal. I think he had four to, four assists. So, it, but it, you know, it, it's tough because when you trade to a new team, you you need time to to learn the system to fit with the guys on your new team. Learn, you know, get the timings right. So it's it's tough for a new player always to to gel right off the bat with 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 new teammates a new environment new system new all that with that being said i mean he looked he looked good for for stretches there were you know there were times where he looked like somebody that could fit into a top six role again he didn't score a goal but uh it'd be like that sometimes uh but but again then he slid in he got hit into the boards and and tore i think his acl and that's it so it's in the limited experience I've had with, you know, seeing him, he looked okay. He, you know, it's, it's definitely not Pavel Buchnevich. I'll tell you that, but he, he was, he's definitely an NHLer. I'll, I'll say that, you know, I'll say that. So I, I just kind of hope that he gets back as soon as he can. Cause right now this, this team needs him and they need him bad. Yeah. I, I definitely, uh, it was real tough seeing that happen, especially, you know, I got a root for Sammy Blay, and, and, and as much as that trade was a, a blowout, it's not like the, the Sabres or Riley Shea where I'm like, haha, you guys got fleeced. It was like, I, I don't mind the Rangers. I kind of wanted you guys to, to do well, uh, based off of that, but it was, it was tough to see. So I, I really hope that he does get back and, and plays a valuable role for you guys. Um, in terms of Pavel Buchnevich, though, where do you start? I mean, I feel like he's so good at everything. Um, What's what's the one aspect of his game that you miss the most? Because like like I said, it, it, some nights he'll go out, he'll put up you know two goals and and have like eight shots. Other nights he'll put up three assists, four hits, and you know play great defensively. It really feels like he can do it all. Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely the Swiss Army knife of, of top six players, right? He's not just good at offense. He's not just good at defense. He's a really good two two way player. And the this yeah this that trade was my villain origin story because for the Rangers like. I don't understand. I still don't get to this day how you trade a, a top, a bona fide top six player for a second round pick and somebody who is not a top six player. Sammy Blay is a decent player. Is he Pavel Buchnevich? No. So that second round pick, like to, for a team that their goal is to not just make the playoffs, but go far in the playoffs to trade a top six player away and get not that in return was just a very strange deal. Now the money that, they spent on 
Blay and Barclay Goudreau could have just been spent to Buchnevich. So they gave Goudreau literally a lifetime contract. Blay is not playing. Goudreau has his moments. There are times where he he does well and you know they he can score once in a while and has good defensive plays once in a while, but there are games where I don't notice him on the ice a single time. He's just, he's there. Uh, he's on the, he's on the roster. I'm sure he's skating. He's getting his cardio in, but that's about it. So Pavel Buchnevich is a, is a major, major blow to, you know, from the, to not have him on the roster right now. And I'm sure St. Louis loves the guy. And I'm sure he's doing phenomenal with them. Cause at the end of the day, you, you know, losing Blay is tough. But getting Buchnevich probably softens that blow a little bit, I would say. Do you think it's a ripple effect maybe from from the Blues winning the Stanley Cup? You know, because the, the belief in the league is that when a team goes on a run and wins the Stanley Cup, everybody else kind of takes us like, oh, wait, that's the formula. That's how you win. And obviously, you can't recreate what the Lightning did. You know, the, the Lightning have a super team or the closest thing we'll ever see to a super team in the NHL, given the hard cap. So the last like the last replicable formula is the St. Louis Blues. You know, you're not going to go out and build yourself a Tampa Bay Lightning team. You can't just stumble into that. But you can go out and get yourself gritty players, guys that can, you know, bang bodies and be tough when the playoffs come around. Do you think the 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 Rangers were basically saying, hey, it worked for the Blues and, and you know, Buchnevich is great, but he's not pushing the needle into that status. We want, we want grit. We want tenacity. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what the front office made it out to be, even though Buchnevich is a gritty player, even though he does hit and he stands up for his teammates and he's exactly the guy that Rangers want out of their players. For some reason, I, you know, there's a it's kind of a rich man, Sammy Blay. I mean, <laughs> to be um, honest, that, like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of different reasons that I can, you know, pretend to, to think that, Oh, like this is exactly why they trade up out with Shemish. But ultimately I don't know. And most Rangers fans that I've talked to and a couple people around the league that I've talked to don't really know either. I mean, the idea is, okay, well, Blay is a bigger, a tougher guy. Okay, but Buchnevich hits, which is what you want. He stands up for his teammates constantly, which is Mm. what you want. And he also is really good defensively, which is what you want. And he scores a lot of goals, which is what you want. So I don't, I, for the life of me, I do not understand that trade for the Rangers. It will continue to haunt me for as long as I live. Cause it just, it doesn't make any sense. It legitimately doesn't make any sense. And, and using that money on Blay and Barclay Goudreau. Okay. Like he has cups. I get it. I, he has rings, but tangibly on the ice game in and game out, he doesn't provide what you think he does. Whatever, whatever Chris Drury thinks he provides, it's not it. So, I mean, yeah, he has rings. Okay, cool. But unless those rings go out and score goals or do anything of value on the, on the ice, then I don't, I don't know what the point of it was. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. So that trade is, like I said, my villain origin story. Yeah, it's funny because I'm pretty sure as the trade broke, I DM'd it to you on Twitter and you had the exact same mentality that you have now. And you haven't even, you hadn't even seen Blay play in a Rangers uniform. And we hadn't seen Buchnevich play in a Blues uniform. And the fact that you're still like saying the exact same things, it's like, it's like, yeah, should have seen this coming. I thought the same thing when the trade went We're through. I almost to wanted out the to... guy who did this. Like, that's the meme. Like, it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. The, oh my, the, the Eric Andre, yeah. the meme. Who, why would we do, who did this? Right. Who, who possibly got rid of our best player? Oh, 
All right, that that being said, there is a, a game to talk about tomorrow night. So in the third segment, I'm going to be doing a reoccurring segment on this show. If you guys, you guys listening should know, maybe Andrew doesn't know, I'm going to put him on the spot. Uh, should be fun for that. Talk about, like I said, some of the individual matchups. Predictions for tomorrow night's game should be fun. Don't go anywhere. But first, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry when you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket? You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend up to 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Plus, they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we'll be right back. All right, Andrew. So every time we do a game preview on this podcast, we do a little segment called Locked On Player of the Game. Basically, that comes down to who is the guy that has a little little extra pep in their step for this game? Maybe not just the guy that, you know, has the most points or has been the best player all season, but but someone who tomorrow's game means a little bit extra for in the sense that maybe they get that little extra motivation or that if they play well, that'll tip the scales for, usually it's the Blues, but now, for the first time ever, we're going to get a locked-on player of the game for the opponents. So, Andrew, who is your pick for locked-on player of the game for the New York Rangers, and why? So, I mean, I could go with the easy one and say Shesterkin, just because he's kind of the best player in the world right now. But I, 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 I'll I, say Mika Zibinijad for one reason, and I saw a report earlier today that Zibinijad talked to reporters, and he basically said, like, you know, he misses... Uh, Bushnevich a lot and he misses play, you know playing with him and he's gonna it's gonna be fun to play against him right so I take that as okay Zabinajad's gonna score at least at least some something he's gonna, he's gonna be on the score sheet tomorrow I would imagine because you know you can't you can't just say something like that and then just not show up against Bushnevich and the Blues so I can go the easier route I could say Adam Fox I could say Shisterk and I could say Panarin but I think I'll go Zabinajad here because I think like I said Zabinajad has has some you know he misses his buddy, and I think he's gonna he's gonna show up tonight. I like that. I like that. I, I think yeah, like you said, the Rangers kind of rely on a few guys to get their scoring going, and Mika Zibanejad, flow and all, is is a guy that you know produces a lot of offense for them. Um, I think that's a pretty pretty solid pick. And my pick's obvious. I, I it's Pavel Buchnevich. I, I mean, come on, come on. It, it, I I could dance around and be like, oh, I, I think Tyler Bozak. Whatever the whatever the over is on his points tomorrow slam it slam it slam it because you're gonna make money i promise you pavel buchnevich is a guy that plays with a ton of emotion um saw that early in the season he got suspended in like his fifth game ever with the blues for a headbutt you know something you really don't see a lot in the nhl plays with his heart on his sleeve um you know gets really fired up as we've seen and i would imagine you know a a team that maybe doubted him in the New York Rangers or didn't want to pay him, whatever, what have you. He probably knows more than we do in terms of why he was shipped out. Probably a little extra emotion on his end um, tomorrow. Now, will that emotion turn into him getting another suspension? Maybe. Probably not. Uh, Probably, yeah. No, probably not. Probably not. The chances are that emotion will be channeled into his play on the ice, playing angry, playing aggressive. And for that reason, I truly think he's going to go off because – 
as weird as it is to say, he's been almost kind of a quiet player, a quiet producer on the Blues this season because with the likes of Jordan Cairo, you know, flying up and down the ice and, and the defense being as poor as it is, Buchnevich is a guy that's just shown up every single night giving you his all and it's we haven't talked about him nearly as much as we should because of that because it's so much easier to talk about the peaks and the valleys you know when Jordan Cairo goes out and and scores highlight real goals as a 23 year old of course you're gonna want to talk about him or when the defense and the goaltending allows seven goals to the Montreal Canadiens or not the Montreal Canadiens the the Calgary Flames or loses the Montreal Canadiens you're gonna want to talk about that so Buchevich is a guy that has somehow flown under the radar uh, on this podcast, I think to Blues fans in general, um, this is because we haven't really seen, you know, a huge game for him. We haven't seen a game where he's been far and away the number one storyline. Anytime that Buchnevich shows up, it's always like, you know, he he also produces a lot of offense and the Blues score like six goals. So he's not the only one with a couple of points. I think tomorrow might be the first time where, you know, if you if you haven't really paid attention, if you haven't listened to this podcast, I think if you watch this Blues game tomorrow, you'd be like, whoa. Buchnevich might be the best player on this team. I've been saying it all season that Pavel Buchnevich is our best forward. Um, and I think tomorrow is hopefully going to be the time where, where that comes to fruition. Yeah, I mean, Buchnevich is a guy that can do so many little things right that don't end up in the score sheet. Like He he will make that outlet pass, that, that tough pass that a lot of players can't make. He'll make that defensive play at the blue line to to stop an odd man rush. Like he he's that kind of guy that will do that night in and night out. And those kind of things don't make the statue. They'll make you know the athletics analytics charts because people keep track of those things. But in terms of raw stats, like with the, is that a goal? No, it's not a goal. It's an assist. I mean, it could be, but probably not, right? But those those kinds of plays throughout the course of a game are very important. And Buchnevich is very good at making those plays. So, yeah, I mean, he's not the most flashy or over-the-top player, but he does the plays that wins you games. And that is a really important aspect of Buchnevich's game that people don't talk about because, again, you know, they're not making SportsCenter's top 10. They're not making the highlight reel. But these are crucial plays that if you want to win a hockey game, you have to make. And Buchnevich is really good at them. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Like, I don't think I, I could be wrong, but like th- thinking back, like I don't think there's been a single time where Buchnevich has done something like, "Oh man, that's that's a highlight real play," and that's not a knock on him. You know, there are, there are players like I said, the Jordan Kyros of the world, where almost every goal they score could be a highlight real play because he's fast as heck. Um, Pavel Buchnevich is kind of the opposite. He's just a very good fundamental player. That yeah, I feel like if you're if you're not, you know. <laughs> recording a podcast five days a week it's pretty easy to kind of forget just how good he is like yeah he's put up the points yeah he's he's played well with that russian line that was so dominant but like you said the little things are just t- kind of takes him above and beyond to that next level i'm i'm stoked i i think he's gonna have a big game and i i've always you know had a bit of a soft spot for the rangers i think any any team that plays in madison square garden is just part of me wants them to do well as much as like oh from boston i should root against new york teams it's it's cool it's cool so i i'm excited it should be it should be a a really fun game all right we are reaching the end of today's episode so andrew i'll turn the floor over to you promote all your socials your podcast like i said he's got a great show that he does covers the whole league has amazing guests that he texts about his Warzone scores. So floor is yours. Take it away. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, my podcast is Chell Squared. You can find that wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, I do. I do have uh, some decent guests. I've had Brett. I've had the aforementioned Brett Hall on the show before. I've had Pat LaFontaine, John Forsland. I mean, you know, I've, I've had some pretty cool people on uh, and they give me, they give me a good amount of time too. So we have fun um, at Chell Squared on Twitter, Facebook, 
with all that. Uh, at Chelney Andrew is my uh, personal Twitter at C H E L N E Y Andrew. That's my personal Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of fun on on the show. I cover the Blues. I cover every all thir- how many teams is it? Thirty two now, forty eight, ninety six. I cover all. I cover every team, all of them. Um, so it, we have a lot of fun and uh, new team every week. The last episode, I think I had Jim Jackson on, who's the voice of the Flyers and. Uh, he, this was back during, during the uh, Super Bowl, So he, uh, he was not fan. He was not a fan of, uh, the Buffalo Bills not getting the ball there. So he was, he was pretty riled up there at the end. So, uh, yeah, we have, we have fun. Um, but it, you know, I, I, I reach to the top shelf here for guests. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't skimp here. If, if we're getting a guest, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Same here. Clearly, as you can tell by, by your presence. Today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it should be a full one, but that is all the time we have for you guys today. I want to thank everyone so much for listening and for watching. If you're on YouTube, I am crystal clear today as I have a brand new webcam. Hopefully you guys noticed that because that is a precursor of something to come. We've been keeping things a little hush-hush, but I'm pretty sure in about 30 minutes, you guys are going to know an hour or so tonight. Finally, we've been, we've been teasing it a lot. Andrew knows he's keeping a little, little right, grin. That's right. He's not telling you guys, not but yeah, stay word. tuned. Big, big stuff in the work here at the Lockdown Blues podcast. So like I said, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Leave a review if you're feeling so kind. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Blues. Uh, hit that notification bell that way whenever we upload a video. Like I said, usually before the podcast goes live on uh various listening platforms if you want to be the first ones to hear what we got to say check us out there on youtube a little bit less edited a little bit more raw a little bit more fun um yeah follow us on all of our socials at lockdown blues on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok follow me on twitter at josh hyman nhl like andrew said follow him over at chell squared and chell me andrew thanks so much for listening everybody and as always let's go blues